0: welcome everybody to my daily wrestling podcast this is darren aka mr dos fists i'm here to give you all the news reviews previews for Raw, smart on nxt and all of the wrestling world right now like i said i'm here daily so without any further ado let's get into it because today's show is gonna be a good one Hello, everybody. Welcome to Mr. Dorfysport podcast. It is Wednesday now—a glorious Wednesday, the fifth of August. Wednesday only means Wednesday. one thing. It means, as everybody knows, AEW and NXT. Now, let me just give a quick recap. People don't always watch NXT and AEW. Um, basically, NXT is WWE's third brand. They have Raw, and SmackDown, and NXT. Most of the time NXT is better than Raw and SmackDown. It's a bit of a darker setting. It's a bit more grittier. The matches are slightly better. Some faces you might not recognize. Some of these faces are straight from developmental. They've, you know, they started wrestling. They've been in developmental for a few years. They've run the ropes and they're playing their craft. The other ones are independent wrestling stars, which means they've been all, all over the world in Japan, England, you know, Mexico, all over the world, all over America. And they're they a bit more experienced, they've been around for 10, 15, 20 years for some of them. And some of them have been from R- R- Ring of Honor, which used to be a massive federation years ago, now it's gone a bit smaller, but some some are former WWE wrestlers as well. It's a good mix of talent there. basically, NXT, Triple H and Shawn Michaels, they're a baby. They're looking after it, they they do everything, you know, they manage, they produce, they do everything for them. So if you've got Triple H and Shawn Michaels, a.k.a. DX from, you know, 20 years ago in charge of you. You're fine. AEW is a promotion that started od- over a year ago. Is, uh, Cody Rhodes used to be in D-W, His father, the great American dream. Dusty Rhodes and his brother Goldust. He's there too. Um, Chris Jericho is there. You know, he's there. It's a fantastic for, uh, Fed. Again, more, this is mostly wrestlers from all over the world. From Japan, you know, um, America, Mexico, you know, Britain. They've got everybody there. Kenny Omega is one of the biggest stars in Japan who's American. They got a few WWE guys like Luke Harper. Do you know what I mean? Zach Ryder. You know what I mean? So they got some good talent there. They have got they got some very, very good talent. And some new up and up and coming talent as well, like MJF. He's gonna be like the rock. He's gonna be hated now for his leg like, like years, then he's gonna be huge. But this is just a, a, a brief little thing, just to give everybody um, you know, a heads up, because I know this podcast may be the least podcast I listened to because not everybody watches NXT or AW or even know what they are. Like my my friend, Sean, yesterday said, you haven't watched wrestling prof properly in about 10, 12 years. So, you know, at the, at the end of the day, I can try and educate you as much as I can without actually patronising you, if that makes sense. So, you know, let, let, let's just get it kicked off. We'll start with NXT. Tonight, we have a team called Imperium, who are the NXT Tag Team Champions. Okay. Uh, I think it's, I, I always get their names mi- mi- mixed up. Marthel Bartel. He's the guy with the, uh, hey. And Fabian Eichner is the bowler guy. They're both European wrestlers, fantastic wrestlers. They're a part of a group called Imperium. There's a guy called Alexander Wolf who used to be in Sanity a few years years ago. And Walter, the Austrian killer. He basically is massive. He's tough as nails. He's the ring general. He's the leader. He's Austrian. But because of COVID-19, he has been able to come over to the the UK. america for the last four months or so so these guys i think are living in florida regardless so they get to go to the tapings they are attacking champions they're defending the gold against the undisputed era kyle o'reilly and bobby fish now this is another faction adam cole former nxt champion for over a year he's like the, the leader and roderick strong who has been around for a long long time 20 to 25 years he's been around the business a long time He's the experienced one. He used to work in Ring of Honor and all over the world. He's had fantastic matches in the past with, you know, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles. He's one of them guys who can just go. But he's coming towards the end of his career now. So, but anyway, the main tag team of that came from Ring of Honor: Red Dragons, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly. They fighting them now. I I must say, both of these teams are bad guys, heels. With the Undisputed Era, maybe showing face tendencies lately. But with that, Adam Cole and Roderick Strong, I think Roderick Strong is the guy who will turn babyface before any of those three. Adam Cole is a bitch heel. Um, He flipped out last week um, on somebody's podcast, uh, Pat McAfee. People are debating whether it was real or it was planned. To me, it looked real, but I think overall now, if they're W promoting it, I think it was probably planned. But anyway, they healed their assholes. It's for the NXT tag team titles imperium versus the undisputed era i don't know i think you'll go to a non-finish and i think these guys will fight at nxt takeover 30 which is in two weeks time the day before Slam. i think you'll go to a no contest i think we may see alex uh wolf or walter come back depending on what the flight things are like or at least um adam Cole or roderick strong costing the matters of it so i think we'll go to a no, no contest but it's going to be awesome because both teams can go in 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 the ring and at the end of the day come on i think this match is going to be gold regardless but i think unfortunately again the Louis is going to have a screwy finish then we got keith lee and cameron grimes now keith lee is the well up until last week he was the nxt champion world champion and the north american champion which is the version of the intercontinental title. So he's like mid-card champion and world champion at once. Then, um, so, sorry, I, I'm walking and you can hear another horse. I wish they'd shut up. I think they're trying to be famous, to be honest, when get on my fucking podcast. Um, so we got Keith Lee, the world champion of NXT, the big mountain. I've met him um, quite a few times when I was wrestling in Cardiff. Um, I was setting up a ring and he asked me how, how, how I was and he a event that show against Matt Riddle. I mean, Matt Riddle. I mean, if you know who he is, guys, just Google it. That match was one of the best matches I've seen live. Um, they kick the living shit out of each other. He's a, he's a really nice guy. He's a really nice guy. He's big, he's strong, and he can kick your ass. But deep down, he's humble. He's one of the nine, nine nicest guys you will ever meet. He's facing a guy called Cameron Grimes. He's one of them, yee my name is Cameron Grimes. You know, the, you know, the, the southern cowboy, so to speak. Um, He's, he's, he's a dirty heel, he's a sneaky bastard um, He's sneaky um, Fantastic in the ring, don't get me wrong He, look, he looks like He, 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 look, he, he looks like a, a southern cowboy Jesus If you want to put it in a strange Way like that Alright, so he's going to be a good back of all match He's a good technical wrestler I think Heathley wins this by showing his dominance Because he is fighting a guy called Carrion Cross Soon and he is one crazy Massive dude as well, Carrion Cross He will rip your head off so, Keith Lee, I think it would be a back or four match, but Keith Lee will um, overcome it to make himself look dominant ahead of his world title match. Now, we go got Rhea Ripley and Dakota Kai, number one contendership. The, the, the winner will find the NXT Women's Champion Io Shirai, who, by the way, is the best wrestler in the world, and that includes men and women. She is absolutely fantastic. She can have a fantastic match with a broom. That's how good she is. I love... Yosha, sure i i think she is underrated still i think she's phenomenal she's the future of the, the, the women's b- b- business easily and to, to be honest with you the winner of this match is irrelevant because whoever she fights with is ria Ru- ripley the big australian b- beautiful brute against the kiwi uh the new zealand native dakota kai um who's more of a te- technical wrestler she is she's te- technical she's a submission move she's a very very good athlete rhea ripley former nxt women's champion former nxt uk women's champion she's dominant she's big she's bad she's she's, she's nasty i'm gonna go with a no contest is this one as well <laughs> the only reason why i think it will be a triple threat match at take over Dakota Kai is on a roll Rhea Ripley hasn't been in on NXT much lately, lately but they're not going to job her out to make her look bad because she's one of the top women in that brand so I think if somebody does win it'll be Ripley but my gut tells me again another non-finish or they both pin each other and it'll be a three-way at NXT TakeOver 30 Io Shirai versus Rhea Ripley versus Dakota Kai good match I'm looking forward to NXT tonight and now we have a triple threat match tonight and whoever wins this tri- triple threat match will join two other superstars which will be five in, in in the pay-per-view five people in a ladder match for the north american vacated championship because keith lee had to vacate the title he wanted to vacate the title because he thinks by him having two titles it's not fair and nobody else is getting a chance so we've had multiple triple threat matches over the last few weeks bronson Reed beat roderick strong and Johnny Gargano, one of my favourites, in a triple threat match. Now, you'd think Ron Johnson, Bronson Reed in that match was the underdog. He won it. Last week, Dexter Loomis beat um, Timothy Thatcher and Finn Balor. Again, Dexter Loomis is the guy you think you ain't going to win this. Finn Balor will. Another underdog won it. Tonight, we've got Damian Priest, who's, who's more the experienced guy who's been, who's been around a lot, a lot longer. Not necessarily in WWE, but in life. Punishment Martinez, he's been around Mexico and Japan for a long time. So he's the most experienced guy in this match. only Lokan, who again is the guy who I'd say is the The Undercard guy. The guy who's a brawler, he's a former tag team wrestler, um, former 2205 wrestler, which is like a, a cuckoo's weight wrestler. But he's a brawler, he's a submission guy, he can fly, he's crazy basically. If you follow me on Twitter, you write everything in capital letters, that's just his thing. He's a crazy bastard. But you know what? He's the underdog, so he may win this, and then now, you've got this guy, I'm sorry, <laughs> he's from England, he's a ex-rugby player, now, I've seen him around in the independents, he's he's only been wrestling for about four years, but obviously, you go to NXT and they train you, you get about one year of experience in about six months, if that makes sense, okay, but his name is Ridge Holland, he's a former rugby player in, he's, he's from Leeds in England, he's going to rip your face off, he's very similar to a guy called Timothy Thatcher, an XTR he's a wrestler, he's a grappler, he's a technician, but can also knock your block off. Now, this is going to be a back-of-all match, it's going to be a few, few high spots, Ridge Holland's going to probably look good in it, because it is his debut match. Now, who's going to win this? Now, the ladder match is going to need, you can't have all five underdogs, so you need at least one experienced vet in there. Someone knows what, what, what they're doing, someone's been in a ladder match before. So, even though I they've they kept the trend of the underdog winning, I can't see only Logan winning or oh, Rich Holland, even though they're both going to give good performances, I think Damien Priest wins this, and he's going to be one of the experienced guys in that ladder match. It'll be Damien Priest, Bronson Reed, and Dexter Loomis. By the way, Dexter Loomis is a crazy guy. He reminds me of the old Randy Orton. He stokes people, he's crazy. He's a baby face, he's got a creepy moustache, and he stays. Yeah. So, then you've got two more weeks then of qualifying matches, two more triple threat matches. Whoever win them tri- triple threat matches, meet these three guys to make it a five way ladder match for the North American title at NXT Takeover 30, which is on August the 22nd, I think. So, yeah, that's NXT, I think. I mean, I think that's all they've announced. Oh, sorry, and Bronson Reed is fighting Shane Thorne. Bronson Reed is one of the guys already qualified, so he's going to look dominant in this match to make himself look good before the ladder match. Shane Thorne is a former tag team wrestler with TM331. He had a brief stint with a guy called Brendan Vick, uh, who was a tag team. He's a cruiserweight kind of guy, technical guy, but he's going to be putting over Bronson Reed in this match just to make him look good. So that's all they've announced. They might add one or two more matches or segments, but before uh, it starts, I'm recording this at one o'clock in the afternoon, so they might have added something already. Um, so yeah that's basically um nxt um it is brief some people not everybody knows what it is okay but like i said i think this podcast is going to be the one that's the most least listened to but when you get, get get into it trust me nxt and AEW on a wednesday night is better than Ron smackdown that's all i'm going to say if you're a pure wrestling fan or you just get into it watch aew either on fight tv app if you got it you the the, 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 the first week is free and you pay full five pound a month. You can watch NXT, um, watch AW live, or you can watch it back as many times as you want. is on there forever. Or if you like me, you can go on the internet and get and get a link like I do. Or you wait until the day after on Thursday around ten o'clock a.m. U- U- UK time, five a.m. US time. Go on the, the YouTube channel, subscribe, and you can just watch the highlights on there. They have got about eight videos of the eight segments or nine segments that happened on AEW the night before, so that's easier for you. The AEW preview, now this is going to be hard for me to um, describe because everybody watches this, so I'm just going to go through the names and you have to educate yourselves. We've got John Moxley, the N- NXT, look at me again, NXT mixed up now, AEW World Champion, aka former Dean Ambrose from the WWE. He's more of a badass in this, he's playing the potential character he should have played in WWE. He's the World Champion, he's fighting a guy called Dar- Darby Allen, who I call is the younger version of Jeff Hardy. He's a hardcore. He's a bit more hardcore than Jeff Hardy. He comes down the ring on a skateboard. He is a pro skateboarder as well. He does use his skateboard at times. Half of his face is painted like Stings, really, like the old Sting, uh, with like a skull kind of look on his face. He's fighting Derby Island tonight. They are both baby faces aka good guys but it doesn't mean anything at all then uh, daria allen is now a contender You got named it the last week for having a good show in the tag team match which i think is a bit cheap but there you go it's going to be a good a good match um can't see moxley losing his world title on a episode of dynamite which is their version of raw for example um i think it'll be a good back of a match i think he'll probably go to a no contest he'll finish there's a of no contest these days but it's 2020 they can't have a winner because they don't want to make people look bad. Um, but then I think we'll white book the match then. Book a book a tag team match, then then have the person in the tag team match. We've got Darby Allen and John Moxley versus Brian Cage and Sean Spears. Sean Spears is gonna take the pin because he's a lesser known, he's a he's a lesser lesser talent. So they look good. So there are ways of doing it, but and AWNW can get lazy. Let's have a look. I, I, I do, do apologise about the pause there, guys. I was just trying to, trying to look what else is going on tonight. Yeah, so tonight, apart from that match, we also got Mark Cardona, which is the former Zack Ryder. He signed with AEW last week. He came out to help Cody Rhodes from Attack or the Dark Order. They're like this cult group. There's loads of them, uh, which Brody Lee, aka the old Luke Harper, is in charge of. These two mass guys from the Dark Order came down after Co- Co- Cody's match with Warhorse. Um, they attacked him. Zack Ryder came out. Beat him up. He looks jacked as hell. He looks massive mass- right now. And yeah, he's tagging out with Co- Cody Rose tonight to-, to take on them guys from the Dark Order. Should be a pretty good match. You can see probably Zack Ryder will probably get a pin tonight as Cody is the TNT champion, which is basically the version of the Intercontinental title, which is like a mid-card t- t- title um yeah i can see zach wright again in the pin tonight cory rhodes and zach wright are our best friends outside the business so yeah you know that's basically a very brief description on that because you know uh, by the way the guys they've had dinner john silver and alec reynolds uh, by the way from the dark order now what cory rhodes just, just to give you a bit of background cory rhodes has got the tnt title he defends it every week whether it's somebody on the AEW roster or they bring in someone on from the independent scene who's well known just to get a chance to go up against that champion sometimes you know the people who fought cory rhodes were not signed they've gone ahead and signed like eddie okay you know he is an amazing wrestler eddie eddie kingston he's a graph, he's a brawler he's been around for about 20 years in the wrestling industry he was working for NDAW Power before the COVID hit. Um mossy has been out of work since. Fought Corey Rhodes two, two weeks ago. Such a good hardcore style match. They offered him a contract because he done so well. So they give people all opportunities, which I like. It's more than WWE do. So the TNT title gets offended every week by Corey Rhodes. This week it won't because he's in a tag team match. But, you know, they pay-per-view all-in is on September the 5th, which, which is their big one. It's their WrestleMania. So... You know, I don't know how this is, I think, like I said, Ryder, or sorry, Mark Cardona will get the, 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 the win here yeah, over one of the John Silver or somebody. And I don't know with Cody Rhodes, he it, it, it was kind of in three weeks, four weeks, a month's time, and he hasn't got an opponent yet. So, I don't know, maybe they get attacked at the end of the match by Cody's next opponent. I don't know. Then we've got Santone, Santana and Ortiz which is best friends which is Trent Beretta and Chuck Taylor. Trent Brenner was in the WWE. Chuck Taylor was in Ring at Ring at Ring of Honor. Santana and Ortiz are from Impact. They are the Hispanic New Yorkers time team will kick ass. They are part of Chris Jericho's inner circle. It's Chris Jericho, Jack Swagger, sorry, Jake Hager. Okay. Um, these guys, Santana and Ortiz. Okay. And they are called the inner circle. And they're cool as fuck. They're good bad guys. They they they're a bit of a comedic serious team. It's hard to, to describe them. You know they're from New York. They're from the Bronx. They 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 got that Hispanic thing. They carry the flag. Yo 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 like the LAX kind of mentality. Um, and then they got a guy called Sammy Guevara, who's a very young talented guy. Um, he's the one who made rape allegations against Sasha Banks. He said on a 2016 podcast that he would do more than anything. He would. Fucking raper, but he said that on a podcast. He takes it back. He, he was—he was only twenty at, at the time, I, th- I think it was. He apologized. Sasha Banks said it's fine, just don't do it again. But you know, when you're horny, I suppose I'm not sticking up for him. When he's 2016, Sasha Banks, I'd, I'd love to rape her. It's wrong to say on any level. But you know, he apologized for it. He got suspended for like five, six weeks. He's back now. But he's also part of the, the in a circle. But that's not his. That's not who he is. He's grown and matured since. I'm not sticking up for him. I'm saying everybody makes mistakes and if you're not a star and you say that in general you get away with it he's a superstar he got brought up from a podcast from four years ago and he got reprimanded so it ain't cool to say that at all but I just want to say he's a good athlete he's young he's part of Chris Jericho's inner circle as well they're a faction they are fucking great you know so this tag match to be honest is a kind of match I don't know who's going to win I don't know. This is one of the matches that could go eye either way. Because it's not for anything. It's just like an exhibition. I, I, I'm assuming it may, might lead to a, a storyline where they fight at the pit of view or something like that. But I, I'm not sure. So I'm going to go with Santona and Ortiz to heels. Best friends, by the way. They have a guy called Orange Cassidy, who's AEW's biggest star at the moment. He's a part of that team as well. He's laid back. He wears sunglasses. Um, Google him. Just, just YouTube him for five minutes and you'll see what he's about. He's very calm, he puts his hands in his pocket. Some of his matches, he wrestles with his hands in his pocket. That is true, trust me, he does. He's laid back, he'll pretend to kick you in the shin. He's, he's mind games, more than anything. It's pathetic and it's silly when you see it, but it's mind games. Okay, he's, he's lazy, he's laid back. He can't even do, um, stick up your thumb to say cool. he, he, he does say halfway, because he's laid back. But when he goes to the ring, if you p- p- piss him off in the ring, he, he's, he's all out. Do you, remember, um, do you remember Jesse and Festus years ago, Biscuits and gravy, and we a Tank Team Jesse was a guy with long blonde hair, Festus, who is Doc Gallows now, Luke Gallows from The Good Brothers. Um, the, the Ring Bell he used to come out acting like a idiot, you know, like a sloth. And this Tank Out looked as if he'd been drugged, and as soon as the bell rang, in he went mental. So it's kind of like orange Cassidy, but it's not the Ring Bell that ma- you know it makes him tick; it's people who piss him off in the ring. Anyway, he's, he's part of that group. Uh, I'm going to go with Santana on with Ortiz a, with, a, with a pin. Um, I think it may be from that more like contendership, but don't quote me. I'm not quite sure. I think it's just a, a match. And you've got MJF campaign update. Now, MJF is the prick. He's the heel you want to hate. He's the guy, he's the arsehole, and everybody hates him, but everybody likes him because he's such a knob. When The Rock was Rocky, my via, when The Rock came into it in 1996, about his he was rocky Maivia, then the fans turned on him then he got booed die rocky die he didn't do that much they just didn't t- t- take to him that's what njf is now he's a heel he's young he's arrogant he's cocky he's a prick he can make you hate him he's good on, on the mic he reminds me of the heel rocky Maivia from 97 to 98 in the wwe that's what he reminds me of and he's got a bodyguard called wardlaw who's built like a brick shithouse you could say he he's just for, for farooq I don't know, I'm just saying, he's a big shishit house. There's been a bit of tension between them lately, but he's got an update. Um, He's just going to say, basically, he wants to fight the winner of John Moxley and Darby Allen at All Out. I'm assuming he's putting his hat in, his name in the hat for Will Title Shot. He's just going to slag people off. That's what he's going to do. He's going to call out John Moxley, slag him off, and that's probably it. He's funny, though. Then you've got the elite. Now, this is quite difficult to describe when you're a non-wrestling fan or you're new to this The Elite is also a group Nick Jackson and Matt Jackson know like another version the younger version of the Hardy Boys they're fantastic they're brilliant Hangman Page fantastic technical wrestler he's a cowboy he does cowboy bullshit he's fucking brilliant he's great and Kenny Omega Who's like I said mentioned earlier, he's been all around the world in, in Japan. Fantastic wrestler. He's also part of the elite. The elite are the people who helped Cody Rhodes make AEW possible. They're all good guys. They fight in sorry, and FTR, who are the, the revival from WWE, who are playing good, good guys, but they want Nick and Mark Jack, Jackson's blood. They are playing good guys just to get close, close to them. The revival on them as well. Cash Wheeler and Dax Howard are FTR, aka the revival. They fight in the Dark Order. Which will include Brodie Lee, which is Luke Harper, Cole Cabana, Stu Grayson, Evil Ono, Five and Ten. Five and Ten are like, you know, wrestlers with masks on. They, they're not really important, you know. They're they jobbers, you know. But they're in the group to make up the numbers, if that makes sense. At the moment, they may be jobbers. In a few years, they might be stars. I'm just saying. At the moment, if you call them Five and Ten, then you know you, you know they're not as big as the other people I've mentioned. So it's a six on six match, if if my maths are correct. Yeah, six six on six. Wow, that's going to be a clusterfuck. Yeah, so the the uh, elite are the good guys. The Corio's friends. They help build the company with Cody. They got out Backs decision. They bookers. They you know they book the matches, whatever. Um, Kenny Omega books the women's division. He, he looks after it. So yeah, you know the, they've been all over the world, Japan mostly. Um, so yeah, that's going to be an Elbow match. I'm going to go with the Elite. Easy. Um, can't really see anything else happening. I think Elite will win. They'll probably pin 5 or 10. Uh, Luke Harper, he wants Hangman Page. He asked him to join Hangman Page, said no. So that should be a, a, a good match. Maybe he's willing towards Luke Harper and Hangman Page. Again, like I said with Orange Cassidy, go on YouTube, type in Hangman Page A, the w. That's what he's about. He drinks a lot. He does cowboy shit. <laughs> and he can rip your head off. So... That's it. And tonight, you have Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy, they're having a debate with a mystery moderator. Now, as you know, Chris Jericho can talk, Orange Cassidy doesn't talk much at all because he's lazy. Uh, you have the biggest heel in the business, which is Chris Jericho, and the biggest baby face in the business, Orange Cassidy. Mystery moderator is being rumoured to be Mike Tyson again because he was on... Um, AW Dynamite a few months ago Um, he swung for Chris Jericho it may be him it may be somebody else but I think they did rumour it could possibly be Mike Tyson he's training for for, for, for a boxing match for the first time in like what 15 years so I don't know I don't know maybe it's just a pop a rating but I reckon it's going to end in a scuffle Orange Cassidy probably getting the best of it a few weeks ago Orange Cassidy um, from up above his stand in the ring uh, he unloaded orange juice all over uh, the inner circle of chris jericho mostly he was wearing a white jacket now he's orange he haven't cleaned it for three weeks it smells like cat piss apparently um it's just something to keep on there but if chris jericho beats orange cassidy orange cassidy's got to pay him seven seven thousand dollars for a new jacket yep that's where they're going with this that's where they're going with this again that's all wasp what's, what's been uploaded up updated I, I i suppose that, that that's been uh, announced for nxt and aew again they might release something between now and then but like i said this is going to be uh one of those r- preview shows that not many people probably got to listen to because they're probably not interested but anyway in time it might get bigger but trust me AEW and nxt tonight it's gonna be amazing it's better than on smackdown now every week the ratings are around 800 For AEW, 800k, 800,000, and NXT gets about 700,000. Sometimes they beat each other. AEW is winning like 80% of the time. NXT is winning 20% of the time. Overall, it's like 1.5 million viewers are watching it. Whereas Raw gets 1.8, and SmackDown gets 2 million, sometimes more. And I'm like, surely more people should be watching NXT and AEW. So more people are watching, the better. All right, so between now and then, guys, take care of yourselves. I do apologize for ranting a lot. It's been 26 minutes. But, you know, it is the podcast. I'll be on again tomorrow reviewing what happened. Maybe two separate ones because they are both two uh, our shows. I am quite decided, idea. Oh, I'll just skip through it. So, anyway, thank you so much, guys, for listening. Take care of yourselves. And like Jenny Springer says, and each other. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.